Panda, 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 panda. I'll have another. There he is, there, there he is, beating that dead horse. Excuse me while I whip this out. Wow. You talk. Broadcasting from the Booze League headquarters. Give me two. This is the Boozecast. <laughs> Booze League Radio. All right, let's get it started. Draft 108 of the Boozecast coming in hot, everybody. A little delayed, Woo! but Hello, never Hello, party welcome. people. What's up, Boozecast Nation? Right? Dude, I cannot stop I know you missed our music. voices. I missed your voices. Right? I missed your faces. I missed you it's guys funky. too. I'll tell you that. Aw. A lot of missing going on in this group right There's here. There's so much missing. Everybody out so there, much missing. missing. Grab yourself a cold <laughs> libation and raise it up. We're getting draft 108 kicked off here. I am the commission, Wiley Withers, along with Sandro and Coley. We are the Boozecast. You can find us online at theboozecast.com, our brand new home on the webs. Also, you can follow us on our kind of, um, I guess, our parent uh, brand, uh, Booze League, Instagram and Twitter at Booze League on both of those, facebook.com forward slash The Boozecast. We do have our own page on the Facebooks. And of course, if you want to let us know what you're thinking directly, maybe you're drunk after a few shots. Just let her rip. Just let us know. 805-892-6116 is how you get in touch with us. On the telephone? On the telephone. Yes, indeed. And you can, we do have a listener voicemail tonight that we're going to get to here in a second. But I mean, legit, if you just want to send a drunk text, don't hesitate. Let us know (laughs) what you're thinking in the moment. You don't have to worry about having a good voice or being in a quiet room or whatever. Just shoot it off to 805. It's going to be like a 3 a.m. like, hey, you up? (laughs) (laughs) W-Y-D. What are you doing? 805-892-6160 is where you go for that. You know me. I'm I'm just going to text you one night and be like, DTF. (laughs) W-Y-D. DTF. Oh, well. DTF. Right. Oh, yeah. We got that BD. Just reply, pound town. Pound town. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we do have a, a lot to get to tonight because we have been gone for a bit. We got to recap. All of us were out doing something for 4th of July. So we got to recap that weekend. As I mentioned before, we do have a listener voicemail to get to that also came in. Speaking of which, on the 4th of July weekend, Florida man is back in the news. We got two pretty good Florida man stories uh, for you tonight. Sandro's got some surprising 2021 beer stats. And I've got Brewer's pick, if we have time, Brewer's picks for the most overrated beer styles. I feel like we're seeing a a lot on the webs these days about people going, dude, we're doing this. Like, really? We're doing this? Um, And we're going to kind of go and and see what, what Brewer said what and what they thought was overrated. Yeah, so. And I'm just here because I'm cute this week. Oh, Coley, you're always here because nice. you're cute. <laughs> Sometimes you have things to talk about. Coley's too. riding shotgun. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, if we're going to do that, though, let's get our libations going and kick this off with the beer of the day. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. Who's feeling it first today? I think Sandro, you went Ooh. first last time, right? Coley, you wanna you wanna I'll take go. this? Because you're no. the cute yeah, one yeah, here, yeah, yeah. so I did. I am. I'm here because I'm cute, so I will go first. <laughs> um, I'm drinking Disco Ninja. 
which is um, from Revision Brewing Company. It's an IPA. It's New England style slash hazy. On Untapped, nice. it shows 4.02 ratings. Oh, fancy. It's 7% alcohol. Alcohol. 40 IBUs. There's actually IBUs. Hey, Can up? you believe it? <laughs> I nice. know. Nice. And it says, it's a simple universal fact that ninjas are badass. You know what else is badass? Revision beer. Our buddies at Shoe to- Oh my God, I cannot talk. At Shoe Tree Brewing kicked around ideas with us to develop this tasty, tantalizing karate chop in your freaking mouth. Nice. Kaleidoscope Nunchuck hits to the dome with Citra, Galaxy, Mosaic, and Amarillo. Stealthily slaying your taste buds one sip at a time. Damn. Yeah. I Sounds know. Bomb. I got this uh, courtesy. I on that, too. Isn't that rad? Uh, this was courtesy Shit. of Erica Necknosh uh, Pretzel Necklaces, my friend from up north. She brought there me a couple beers um, when we all met up at the Invitational. So What's up, Necknosh? Hells, yeah. When I go for a nosh, I like Good the neck variety. Right mm. Necknosh. Wow. I like the can, so, too. Looks cool. Oh, it's like disco. Nice cans. Isn't that adorable? It's like a disco color, people. <laughs> nice it's got like a disco yep. dancer. Some disco lights, pretty sick. Yeah, that's right. It kind of reminds me. What was that game like? Simon. It's like the Simon colors. Oh yeah, yeah. it does look like Simon. Remember Simon? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is really, really refreshing. Um, you definitely like. I can taste the mosaic for sure because mosaic is one of my favorite hops. So I nice. can totally taste that. The citra as well. It's very citrusy. Um, it does have a light pillowy mouthfeel. <laughs> okay. And it's very citrusy, like, on the, the back end. It's really good. It's very refreshing. Um, I really like this. It's an easy drinker, and it's 7%. You could have two of them and have yourself a good night. Damn straight. Right. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah, totally warm and fuzzy. Sweet. Sandra, what you go got, next uh, there? No, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, I'm, what, uh, I'm happy to go next. He's got down there. Well, I'm going with Athletic Brewing again. Um, you know, still uh, keeping on the uh, the healthy train right here trying to minimize my alcohol consumption. So, but it's pretty sick that I've been trying all these other uh, good non-alcoholic beers for people that are kind of going through the same thing. It's kind of like your lighthouse here for you because there are some fucking sick beers out there. I poured this particular one for some friends and they like literally couldn't even tell it wasn't a beer. Like it wasn't like a, a regular beer. It was really, really good. So I'm going with um, Athletic Brewing Company's Upside Dawn Golden Ale. And uh, it's really interesting. I actually picked this beer up on accident. I thought it was the uh, Hazy because it's the same color package. It's kind of like orange. And when I got it home, I cracked it open. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I'm going to go ahead and get a little sipper here so I can explain. <clears throat> yeah, there is a lot going on there. Uh, it's super complex. It's got like a lot of citrus as well. Um and it's just smooth. You could, it's got like some stone fruit. It's like round on your tongue, but uh, it's not. It's not like super malty. Uh, it's like very well balanced and crisp. Um, this is what the uh, this is what Athletic Brewing has to say. <laughs> Shit, not even one single letter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Refreshing, clean, balanced, light-bodied aromas, subtle and floral with earthy notes. Brewed with premium organic malts from U.S. and Germany along with a combo of English and traditional American hops to a golden style ale. And uh, it says here 50 calories, 50 calories of deliciousness. There. And, uh, wow. Uh, nice. Uh, yep. IBUs are 15. Um, ABV actually does because it's 0.4%. That's still Alcohol. under the 5.5%. Exactly. So I got one of those. I haven't got one of those in a while. 
Um, and it's a 3.28 for a non-alcoholic on untapped. I think that's pretty solid. Wow. I, just, I feel like a lot of the ones you've had on there have all been close to three or a little above. So, Dude, although- they're bomb. Honestly, like uh, it's it's been pretty – it's made that like transition very, very much easier than like – because I fucking want a beer so bad sometimes. And when I could reach <laughs> for something like that that tastes like one, like it's amazing. So I'm pretty stoked. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Super stoked. <laughs> Super stoked. Super stoked. Super stoked. All right, so Wiley, what are you sipping on? I have got Hop City Express Troubles Brewing. This is from uh, El Segundo nice. Brewing Company. Troubles. <laughs> it's from El Segundo yeah. Brewing Company in El Segundo. I know. <laughs> Mind blown. Crazy. Right. Crazy. This is a uh, West Coast IPA, <laughs> 6.7% on the ABV. Alcohol. It's got a 399. <clears throat> Um, it doesn't have a whole lot of reviews yet uh, because it just kind of came out. And this is a collab with Ogopogo Brewing out of San Gabriel, California. And it is a very, very dramatic uh, little uh, couple sentences as the description. So I'm going to go ahead and play some appropriate music to make it as dramatic as possible. Wow, very nice. In a city of endless roads, two breweries... Join forces to take down the looming haze and bubbly water syndicate and bring justice back to the West Coast. Huh? That's what I'm talking about. Dude, that was sick. That could have been like a real commercial there, dude. But you can kind of see like uh, on the can, like it really fits the can. I mean, look at these guys. Like you got like explosions and like, I mean, this is like prime. That's uh, sick. I like it. It reminds me of that video game. Oh, GTA. Oh, uh, GTA, yeah, totally. Totally looks like that. Yeah, Vice City. Yeah, Yeah. totally. So uh, let me give this a shot and see if it's dramatic as uh, as the description is. Well, it's got a little little more bitterness than I expected. I thought there'd be a little more uh, hoppiness in there. Not hoppiness, um, juiciness. No, okay, I'm in. There you go. At 6.72, like I like, I kind of like my, if I'm going to do an IPA, I kind of like it in the mid sixes. Like uh, even Lagunitas, like which is kind of my go-to, like ah fuck it, I'll have a Lagunitas uh, when I'm out somewhere. Six point two, it's yeah. perfect. You can have a few. You don't feel like totally buzzed up. Once you start getting like in mm-hmm. the mid sevens, yep. I feel like you got to kind of watch your ass a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, because they're gonna come in quick. Like without yeah, you thinking about it's it. It's so. a mission. Heyo. <laughs> Heyo, coming in quick. <laughs> coming quick. The commission. Coley Wyman. Sandro Alevalo. The Booze Cast. All right, so let's uh let's turn our turn our uh, attention here to uh, the weekends we have had. Do we want to go over Fourth of July first? Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right, you want me to go first? Let's hear it. <laughs> yes. Since you're the one yes. still talking, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's just yes, keep on rolling on through, yo. Um <laughs> So I ended up on the Central Coast. Uh, it was my best friend. His actual last weekend in the uh, coastal, small California coastal town of Cayucos, which is just above nice. Morro Bay. Beautiful town. Yeah, amazing, it amazing is. little little town. Are they moving to Morro Bay? No, they're 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 trying, but it looks like they're going to move back to. I think they're actually back in Huntington right now and figuring out where Aww. to go next. It didn't work out okay. uh, for them staying up in the area, which is a bummer. Cause it was a really, really good weekend up there, but I kind of worked my way up there. So 
Friday, I ended up in Buellton, uh, stayed at the sideways in. I brought my bike for the whole weekend so I can just park my truck and just ride around. Rode around the flying nice. flags there, rode all the way down to Fig Mountain, rode all the way over to Firestone and came back to my room. And so last week I was, uh, or the week before 4th of July, I was working on a, um, a website uh, for dog treats. And one of the treats that they have is chicken strips. Have you heard the chicken strips sound from TikTok? I, I don't think so. No. Okay. So in my head, this sound is I was like writing the, uh, the thing. Basically, here's the sound, right? Just so you know. Macaroni with the chicken strips. Uh. <laughs> so. What <laughs> <the> <laughs> I have a TikTok and I have not heard that. So <laughs> as I'm working my way through the website, you know, I'm typing, you know, all natural chicken strips. And in my head. Macaroni. <laughs> With the chicken strips. Uh. So <laughs> I came back to my room. It's so silly. Uh. This actually ties back around. I swear to God, there's a reason I'm telling this. Um, I come back to my room and obviously I've been to two breweries, you know, I've been kind of boozing it up a little bit. And I wanted to do like a little sunset ride through Flying Flags. The place was packed, like bonfires. Like it was super like, it felt, it was a really, really good kind of feeling. Like kids were around, everyone's in a really good mood. And so I go in and I, and I take a leak real quick. I swear to God, there's a reason I'm telling you this. And um, at the end of the toilet flushing, it made that <laughs> ah sound. And I, <laughs> so it basically, it, it sounded like this. <laughs> what? And I swear to God, I laugh my ass off for a full day. Every time I went out of the bathroom, I walk away and I hear, a, so, um, <laughs> so now that's in my head. God, that's so good, dude. So I went down the rabbit hole kind of looking leave. for, um, for like that sound to get the full sound. And of course, because it's TikTok, there's more than just that sound. And I came across this, it's about a minute long and I couldn't not share it. <laughs> Oh Welcome God. to Desert Bop, where I take popular sounds on TikTok and see if I can make a bop. Let's go. Today's sound is macaroni with the chicken strips. Uh, with the chicken strips. Chicken strips. Macaroni. Macaroni. Fish. With the chicken strips. Yes, some of my favorite foods. Anytime I'm always in the mood. Macaroni and cheese, please. We'll leave the chicken on the farm, but room free, please. With the chicken strips. The chicken strips. Macaroni and cheese, please. Macaroni, macaroni and cheese, please. So I could not share that with you. Wow. wow. Yeah, TikTok, I end up going down the rabbit hole. Oh I'm like, I'm just going to see what's on. And then four hours later, I'm like, what have I done with my life today? Uh, it's well, terrible. Coley, so yeah, I, yeah. You specifically, yeah. I have so many videos on my phone. I'm like, oh, Coley will get a kick out of this that I save so I can send you, yeah, them on to you. I still have a whole bunch I haven't sent oh, yet. Yeah. So I look at the time. I'm like, oh, wait, it's way too late to be sending this as a text. So. <laughs> anyway, so the next day I ran out to uh, Pismo, rode That's my bike around Pismo, hit... Uh, um, the boardroom there, great little craft beer spot there by the pier. Um, just kind of roamed around there. The next day in Morro Bay, hit Libertine. 
Stopped in at the new brewery, Three Stacks and a Rock. It was pretty good. It was windy as all hell that oh, wow. day, so it was a little chilly, but cool. they're nice little location, kind of small, but it's like right on the water. And like, oh, very cool. Beer was very, very Sick. good. Came up to Cayucosa the day after that, wow. and it was packed. I rode around on my bike all day following the golf cart with my friend Christian and his little girls, and just we just cruised around all day long there. He played on the roof of Schooners uh, in the afternoon, him and his band, and it was just rocking. It was such Sick. a great uh, 4th of July, and then uh, I took a few days to recover because um, I kind of overdid it. So, uh, oh yeah, between all that bike riding and all that beer drinking, hey, at least I bike some riding that definitely got you first. Yeah, I told you, yeah, I said, that was one time my legs were sore. It's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, so that that was my Fourth of July. What'd you do, Sancho? Dang, dude, I uh, I was really pumped that I got to golf twice um, that weekend. I golfed Sunday and Monday, once at Soul Park, once at Olivas, and I golfed pretty good both days. I was stoked. Um, great way to have start the, you know, the weekend off cruising. Um, I went actually 4th of July wasn't as epic as the commissions, but, um, it was cool though. I uh, chilled downtown. Did you have for chicken strips though? Had with the chicken strips. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, no, um, didn't have chicken strips, but uh, but I don't think I'm ever going to see a chicken strip ever the same. Or the pitcher, Ross Striplin. I don't think I'm ever going to see him ever the same either, now that I heard that song. <laughs> so, um, yeah, long story longer. Was downtown for a little bit. Cruised back. Had a barbecue um, in the midtown that was super chill. And the... Um, it was like a war zone in the neighborhood. I mean, literally there's like an alley kind of behind where we were and it was just fucking popping the whole time. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a 4th of July. It's just kind of mellow, not as crazy as the one the year before where I met with the commish downtown. That one was a little bit more wild, but, uh, it was, that was a good time. It was fun. Yeah. That was a gnarly yeah, time. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good time for what I remember. <laughs> uh, Coley, what about you? Oh my God. Um, I actually just kind of like laid low. Um, we had Shannon and Greg come over and Steve and Melissa came over on Saturday and we barbecued some tacos. I got, um, there's a place right by my work in Thousand Oaks called Establos Meat Market. Oh yeah. yeah. Stablos. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's really good. So I got some carne and pastor from there and it was awesome. Nice. So we just Hell did yeah. some tacos on the, um, the Blackstone grill <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, we just chilled. Um, Shannon and Greg ended up just staying over, and we continued the barbecuing and the party. The next day, uh, it was Sarah's, my friend, uh, her 40th birthday was coming up, so we had her come over, and um, yeah, she ended up chilling. We barbecued and just kind of hung out, and then the 4th was really mellow. We went to a barbecue down the street, and I got to see my friend who moved to Arizona. She just had a baby, so she's almost like my sister, so I call her now daughter, my niece. But, so I got to meet her and she's a little angel baby. It was go. really fun. I know. Forever the auntie. Sick. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was rad. That's how, I'm glad you That's got cool. to see That's like, cool. or get some fireworks that. going. Like Cayuca's like beautiful, like beautiful day. Like all central coast was gorgeous, clear the whole weekend, right up until about seven 30 on 4th of July, everything rolled in. Like there was nothing. It was just like, you know, like in Stranger no Things where you get the way. red kind of thing behind the clouds, you know, like, yeah, you know, that's kind of yeah. the whole thing looked like that, but yeah, whatever, you know. No um, way. That's true. Yeah, we had like Dang. a lot of like bootleg huh. 
pirating fire fireworks around the area and poor ruby the older she's gotten she doesn't like fireworks anymore she used to be fine and now she doesn't like them so we heard like a scratching yeah. and i was like what the fuck she was digging a hole in the shanty Aww. in the sand to try to like burrow it or was ruby. so sad i know or yeah. so yeah. that's fucked up yeah but other than that yeah it was yeah. like super low-key i got a little tan from swimming so that was nice it go. was cool to catch up with banana hammock steve-o and his beautiful wife melissa so it was good times hell yeah that's what i'm talking Sick. about yeah america america oh my gosh okay so this <laughs> this past weekend um i have been wanting to go to this place in the valley called the tortilla inn i've been following them okay. on instagram like pre-pandemic and i don't know i mean it's East of Reseda on Parthenia. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like in the heart of the valley. But anyway, we decided to make the drive and we went. They have margarita flights. Oh, no way. Oh, shit. What a great idea. That's sick. Yeah. So they had um, a peach one and they're all on the rocks, which is awesome. They're not blended because I don't like blended margaritas. Yep. So it was peach, strawberry, mango, and blue carousel. Oh, wow. Okay. And... Yeah. They were okay. so good. So we split like a flight and then we split some food. They like a surf and turf burrito. That was really good. Their um, ceviche like mixta tostada was really good. It was like a really great place. I was so excited. We wow. finally got to try it. Like I had been fangirling over them for years. So that's cool. And yeah. it's called the tortilla. What? Now? The tortilla Inn. the tortilla Inn. sick. Okay. Yeah. You Very should check them out. <clears throat> really good. That's amazing. A tortilla, a, yeah. a tortilla flight. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be against that either. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> tortilla, tortilla flight. I'd be down. I could do a tortilla <laughs> flight. Hey, maybe I just came with something on accident. I don't know, but I ain't complaining. Girl, this one has That's butter. Amazing. This one's I cinnamon sugar. Why would I not? Yeah, hell yeah. This one's flour. This one's corn. This one's fried. <laughs> fuck, whatever. <laughs> hell to the yo yo. You guys are hilarious. Now pouring. The booze cast. All right, so um, we got our second listener voicemail in. This one is from, you can follow him on Instagram, at phillycrooker87 uh, on the telephone. On the telephone? But on the full booze line. So we'll go ahead and uh, play this for you on the booze line. The booze cast, booze line on booze league radio. On the telephone? Booze cast. It's last beer, a.k.a. Philly Crooker. Um, love your guys' stuff. The Kamish, Wiley, Coley, Sandro, everybody. Happy 4th of July weekend. Been drinking a bunch of brews, a bunch of double IPAs, heavily fruited sours, some stouts. Decided to uh, leave you guys a little voicemail. Hopefully everyone's having a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, continue drinking those craft brews. Love you guys. And, uh... Happy America. Cheers. Happy America, indeed. Cheers. Aww, Cheers. He's so nice. Cheers. That's sick, Cooper. dude. I love that. That oh, was the yeah. nicest voicemail awesome. anyone's like ever left us. It was so nice. I like how he That's said so Sancho, cool. though. Yeah. He's like, the commish, Wiley, Coley, Sancho. <laughs> you just got to like a, <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> kind of a Listen to that again, actually. That's pretty funny. Louis Cass. <laughs> it's Last Beer, a.k.a. Philly Crooker. Um... Love your guys' stuff. The Kamish, Wiley, Coley, Sandro, everybody. <laughs> Sandro. Hey, everybody. Hell yeah. This guy. That was awesome. <laughs> he said my name pretty good, though. Shit, dude. He did. 
<laughs> for like being East Coast, right? Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. For yeah, sure. he's super nice. He, I literally like we talk every day. He's super cool. He's probably one of my best beer friends that I haven't met in person yet. <laughs> beer community, right? That's right? sick. That's what it's, it's all crazy. about. It's crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, go give him a follow. He is at Philly Crooker, Philly like uh, the Eagles. Uh, Crooker like Crooked with an R, 87. At Philly Crooker, 87 on oh, the yeah. ground. Thanks for the shout out, man. That was rad. He also do, does have a, um, a YouTube channel as well. So go give that a look. He does a lot of live streaming and, and things like that. So check all of that out and check him out and see what's up. Tell him the Boozecast sent you. If you want to get in on this, um, again, you don't actually have to leave a full voicemail. Just shoot us a text. Just say, hey, what's up? 805-892-6116. On the telephone? And uh, we'll read them live. We'll compile and read and go through all these live. So uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's hear from you. Let's hear what's up. But secretly, I like hearing all your voices, so just leave us voicemails. Yeah, if you can leave the the, the most <laughs> Isaac like sounding voicemail for uh, Coley. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Boozecast? That's sick. <clears throat> some ASMR or whatever. This is Chunky just Lover leave us some 69 soothing. going in. Yeah. <laughs> Chunky Lover 69. That was Wiley's first screen name. I think actually that was like Homer's, oh, uh, like Homer's Simpson. Was that it? At like, AOL. Yeah. At AOL.com. Packbell.net. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Booze League Radio. All right. So we got um, a couple Florida mans to get to here. So um, let's hop straight right. into the news. And we're going to start off with some uh, some good news here. First, we'll jump uh, over to America's Wang. Rihanna is now worth $1.4 billion, making her wow. America's youngest self-made billionaire woman, which is pretty That's damn amazing. awesome. Baller. I have an audience uh, clapping on here somewhere, but I can't find it. So I'll let them post. They can clap. Well done, dude. Hey, well done. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> so uh, the 34-year-old singer. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's try. Let's try that color real quick. Uh, chicken strips. <sighs> that's pretty good. Whoa, there it is. Damn, that's good. pretty close. That's pretty close. <laughs> the 34-year-old singer and Fenty Beauty CEO graced Forbes' annual list of America's richest self-made women for the third year in a row. She is ranked 21st overall. She's the list's only billionaire under 40 years old. Some of Rihanna's $1.4 billion net worth is from her successful music career, but most of it is from her three retail companies, Fenty Beauty, Fenty Skin, and Savage X Fenty. Wow. Which one? Isn't it one of them a lingerie one? Or all of them? I would be lying the if I said I've heard of any of them. sounds kind of seductive. Right? It does, right? I thought I saw there was one that's a lingerie it line, does. but... Not being in the market to buy lingerie, um, I wouldn't know. Now, for a random comparison, just just a random guy, no underlying motive or anything at all, nothing like that. Chris Brown is worth only $60 million. That equates to about 4% of Rihanna's worth. Holy shit. Wow. And that's why you don't be a woman. Hashtag don't be a dude. Yeah, exactly. The next youngest uh, billionaire on Forbes list is 41-year-old Kim Kardashian, Kim K, with a net worth of $1.8 billion. Kardashian and her sister, Kylie, who at age 24 is the youngest non-billionaire on the list, 
with a net worth of $600 million. So I didn't know Kylie Jenner was worth that much. That's crazy. That's, that's a, wild. That's a lot of money right it's there. It's hard to believe that the Kardashians so are worth as much as they are in general. It's, I don't, I just can't get my head around it. It's amazing. <clears throat> yeah. They're like not my jam, but whatever. Same. I don't, I mean, Hey, do people who are a lot of people's yeah, jam, apparently. Yeah, clearly, <laughs> clearly. Well, speaking of jam, uh, let's get down to Florida. Florida man, Florida man, there's no one like a Florida man, the dumbest in all the land. There's no one like a Florida man. They got lots of haters and lots of alligators. They really probably should be banned. Florida man, Florida man. Florida man poses as Disney security guard, steals R2-D2 statue, deputies say. A Florida man with... <laughs> <laughs> of course. A Florida man was charged... It just gets better, by the way. That's, that's just the lead-in on, on this particular one. A Florida man was charged with stealing Walt Disney World property after Orange County deputies say he claimed to be a security guard. According to the Orlando Sentinel, David Proudfoot, 44, admitted to stealing or tampering with Disney Resort property on multiple occasions including a statue of R2-D2 from Star Wars. The Orange County Sheriff's Office said Proudfoot was found to be impersonating a security guard at Disney's Swan Reserve Resort after security spotted him wearing a high-visibility orange vest and pushing a cart down the street to the hotel. Oh, my God. And this dude was invested. He's like, I'm just going to take this cart right on over. Uh, oh, I get it invested because of the vest. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit, I see what you did there. <laughs> Look at him making these jokes, drinking his NA over here. Dude, that's, he's on he's on point now because he hasn't been drinking. There's nothing clouding his head. Yeah, you're Hello. you're a silly goose hanging loose, dude. <laughs> um, he okay. So, so according to the uh, arrest report, Proudfoot told deputies he worked at the nearby yacht club resort. He led investigators to a staff locker room where deputies said he walked around aimlessly searching for his locker for a while and never actually finding one to open. Deputies then asked Proudfoot for his driver's license, which showed a different name than the one he had given him, of course. He later admitted to moving an, ar- uh, moving an arcade machine and an R2-D2 statue estimated to be worth six to $10,000. Now, before you judge him, it should be noted, he did claim he was not trying to steal the items, he was just exposing weakness in resort safety and attempting to get a job with Disney security. So this guy's like Dwight, Dwight shoot. <laughs> <laughs> that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Now this is not oh Proudfoot's God. first encounter with police on Disney property. He admitted to breaking into at least three arcade machines at the grand Floridian boardwalk resort and wilderness lounge. A Disney investigator identified $700 worth of Disney merchandise recovered from Proudfoot's home in a search warrant. The items included a towel cabinet and custom lighting fixtures that were taken from the Wilderness Lodge sometime in May. He's literally stealing the lights out of the resorts. Whoa, that's so this, weird. This guy is a kleptomaniac. Hey, he's a Proudfoot, man. There's a long, long, proud tradition of <laughs> A proud long line foots. of proud feet. <laughs> Dang, dude. Wow. Now this one, uh, this is, uh, I normally won't do two Florida man uh, stories, but this one is, this one had to be told. Remember I said there's going to be a lot of chicken in this show? Sure. Yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of chicken in this show. (laughs) Florida man jailed for killing chicken. He said attacked him. A Jacksonville man has been accused of murdering his neighbor's rooster. 
Now a feud between the two has ended in a 30-hour jail stay and a lot of fighting. Big Rue was Jason DeFelice's, I think that's how you say it, Jason DeFelice's, I'll say DeFelice, as Pet Rooster, until James Nix hit it with a stick. This is Nick's talking. So I'm defending myself, you know. I was fearing for my safety and the chicken, you know, died. Nick says the rooster attacked people. That was news to its owner. I know him like we were friends. He never said anything to, about, uh, to me about it, said DeFelice. Nick disagreed. I did tell him after the chicken bit my dad. I said, hey, man, that chicken attacked my dad. <laughs> DeFelice replied, apparently, it's just a chicken. What's he going to do? <laughs> Roosters are mean. I know, dude. They can. They're they're assholes. Not as much as geese. They're ornery. They are ornery. Definitely, (laughs) nothing is as terrible as geese. But yeah. So on the fateful day, Big Roo died. Nick said the rooster followed him and attacked him, and he was just trying to get away. Nick said, "I tried to hit it, but the chicken is jumping up at me, and I accidentally knocked it in the head. You know, call it a lucky shot, whatever." When Defelice came home, all he saw was his rooster dead in a ditch. He called the sheriff's office, who refused to do anything, so he called animal control. The next thing you know, says Nix, he calls the chicken police on me. <laughs> so Nix. <laughs> There's nothing more Florida than that. Like, let's oh be honest. Nix went to jail dude, for animal what? cruelty. Now, that being said, I did find an actual recorded news yeah. story on it just randomly going through TikTok, funny enough. I, I was listening to this guy. I'm like, oh my God, that's the Florida man story. So I got a little audio from the, uh, the news uh, covering this. Uh, and just listen oh to the God. newscaster. Wow. And this next story is a little surreal. A neighbor dispute ends with one person in jail after a pet chicken is found dead. James Nick says the rooster was a menace in the neighborhood and it attacked him. Nick says the rooster attacked people. He says he was only defending himself when he hit the rooster. His neighbor later found the rooster dead in a ditch and called police. Well, that's when Nix went to jail. And now that he's out, he feels he never should have been arrested. Chickens are dying every day, people, at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Nix is being charged with animal cru- cruelty. <laughs> Damn, dude. Wow. Oh, shit. Even the, uh, even the news anchor couldn't she couldn't even get it out. I know, dude. Animal like, cruelty. I don't condole animal cruelty at all, but oh my God, that was fucking funny. And him talking, just <laughs> dropping straight. Popeyes, churches, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky Gnarly. fried. What the Chickens fuck? die every day. Wow. So that's, uh, that there is the news from America's wow. Wang. Uh, oh. Keep your chickens safe out there, everybody. <laughs> you guys, seriously, the there, only people. good thing to come out of America's Wang is the real beer vixen, Vanessa, and uh, her husband, and uh, maybe a couple other Instagram people down there. Otherwise, that place is crazy. Some good stories, at least. You know, we got that going for us. Oh, my God. Which is nice. Definitely. It's been a while since I heard a good one like that, too. That was a good, to get a double back-to-back, like, you know, that's Something's just got to be covered out of Florida, man. Yeah, yeah. Sandra, so, hey, you're looking I know. good in your readers. Oh, you like it? Wow, hey, wow. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Hello. Yeah, what, are they, what do they call like a sexy daddy people. now? A fatty? Not a fatty. Uh, satin- a, a zaddy. Zaddy, zaddy. that's it. That's a zaddy. It. A fatty. Yeah. I, was, I, that. I saw that in my head with two Ds. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> oh, 
That's fucking funny. Oh my gosh. All right. So. Moving on here. Um, I know that we just celebrated uh, the 4th of July. We're halfway through the year, but I've got some interesting stats from 2021 that I just thought I'd share with you. I came across these and uh, thought they were kind of cool. There's just some random stuff here. Let's get into it. Um, this is from one of my favorite magazines. It's called Craft Beer and Brewing. Um, I've been subscribing to this for quite a while now, actually, like... Firestone got me this prescription or subscription. I keep saying prescription. Subscription actually when I jumped on. So I think I've been getting this magazine for like for years. It's close to oh. almost as long as I've been with Firestone. They got a lot of good info. But top 50 is just one of the things I'm going to just jump into here real quick. Um, top five. What do you guys think? Jump, sh- shout out a couple uh, a couple uh, beers. Top 50 beers like uh, breweries or what whatever popular beers that they, that they make. Uh, is this in terms of uh, volume of what? Sold in just craft beer no, or just, domestic? Just, or? This is a reader's top 50 poll right here. Oh, what do you okay. think like some of the top polls are? I feel like Pliny's got to be up there somewhere, right? It is. It's number three. Yeah, hey, totally. Number three. And this is like, you know, nationwide as well, too. I would assume any type of Goose Island because it's always on every list and it makes me so angry. <laughs> oh, shoot. Goose Island is not on here until number 20 and it's the Bourbon oh, County good. brand stout. So, yeah, okay. it's not in the top five. Top five here, Sierra, yeah, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, Bell's Brewery oh. Two-Hearted IPA. Uh, is that number, actually what, is pretty, that number one and two? Beer. or Sorry, which, what, what numbers yeah, are those? Yeah, one and two. One and two. And this is Sierra Nevada is number one. You can huh? tell that this is a national. Yeah, it's because they have that East Coast brewery as well. So they're pretty prominent over there as oh, well. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, Sierra That's Nevada, cool. obviously, it's very popular. Um, they're Pale Ale. Bell's Brewery, Two-Hearted IPA, Russian River, Pliny is number three, Guinness Extra Stout, number four, yeah, and buddy. Sam Adams Boston Lager. Yeah, Sam Adams oh, Boston duh. Lager. Oh, Sam Adams. Yep, yep, yep. I'm surprised uh, Guinness Nevada is up Hazel there so high. Is I mean, number six. I'm a Guinness guy, but that, I'm surprised those, Guinness is... I know. It's been dying, bro. Seriously, in my around my uh, territory, we've been taking those handles left and right. Just a couple like uh, fun ones to throw in here. The Alchemist Heady Topper is number seventeen. Mm. Oh, that's uh, a that sin. Lagunitas IPA, the, you know the one we were just talking about. That one's twenty one. Mm. Um, finally ooh, drink Blind Pig from Russian River, but that's all the way down here at thirty four. Not enough and, people know uh, Blind Pig. Uh, I love. I actually like Blind Pig yeah. better than Pliny myself. It is a little bit better. Oh, I love so Black good. Pig. Me too. That's if you know, you know. Uh, Firestone number forty-three. Pivo pills. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we made the list. They're on there. Oh yay! Good job, Firestone. Is that the, that's not the first Firestone uh, though, is it? All the way down to forty-three. It was on that top fifty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's for surprising. sure. You know, we we it's it's tough. It's it's a tough world out there in the craft beer business. Yeah. Um, just a couple honorable mentions here about um, some breweries, some popular breweries, and these are like. Different categories, small brewery, small regional brewery, midsize and large. A small brewery's Hill Farmstead from mm. Greensboro, Vermont. Do you know these ones? Have you heard of this one? Yes. Yeah. Hill's yeah. Farmstead nice. is so awesome. good. And it's so really? hard to get. And they're so amazing. Okay. Well, it's yeah. number one for the small breweries for sure, which nice. is a very tough. I mean, if you get number one in that... <laughs> I'm ranking right there. I mean, going on that, I mean, small breweries, that's a tough one. There's so many good beers. Like you said, that two uh, two stacks and a rock, I'm sure it's, it's along, along those lines. But um, Monkish, Monkish is one that came in 16th. A lot of these other ones, Highland Park, sorry if I skipped over it, oh. it was number four. Highland oh, Park nice. actually is one of my favorite, favorite that's breweries rad. around here. What well, are the top for five sure. for uh, the uh, smaller ones? Uh, Hill, Farmstead, Weldworks from Greeley, Colorado, 
Highland Park from Los Angeles, and then Bierstad Lagerhaus from Denver. Oh. That John Denver's that. full of shit, And then man. small regional breweries. These are a little bit bigger. So the small breweries are 15,000 barrels or less. Small regional breweries are 15 to 35,000 barrels. And uh, the top five are Trillium, uh, The Alchemist, Other Half, P. Freem, and Half Acre. Those are the top five on those. I like all oh, those. That's wow. pretty cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah, hell yeah. That's cool. And then uh, midsize, this is 35,000 to 100,000 barrels. Uh, top five are Russian River, Treehouse from Charlton, Massachusetts, Allagash from Portland, Maine, Three Floyds, Munster, Indiana. That's one of my favorites. And uh, Top Link Alliance. Oh, three. Top we had them there. at the fest. So, uh, yeah, they're from Iowa. Oh, wow. Which is pretty sick. Top Link Goliath is so yeah. good. They make then, the Sudo Sue. Um, yeah, Sudo Sue. That's, oh, and it's fresh. Oh, that's a great beer right there. That's a tasty beer. Um, okay, large breweries, 100,000 plus. These are the big boys and girls right here. Top five, Sierra Nevada. Obviously, they're from Chico, California. Bells, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Founders, Grand Rapid, Michigan. Oh, okay, okay. Number four, New Belgium, Fort Collins, Colorado. And number five, Firestone Walker Brewery. Okay. Woo! Round what? of applause oh. for Firestone. Paso Robles. Yeah, I know. Love that. I do too. I love seeing that one, especially reading through this magazine and you see names like that. You're like, fuck yeah. Um, okay. Uh, real quick. This is, I thought there's just a lot of interesting breakdowns on beer. Favorite American IPA brewer, um, Russian River, number one. I yeah. don't Sierra, doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just the, I, I, I agree, you know? I feel Firestone like the Alchemist was number 10 on that one. would be, is the Alchemist <laughs> Al- within the top 10? Alchemist is not. No, I think that not even in the top uh, maybe 10. not enough that, people have tried it. Yeah. That is Well, surprising. let's see here. Hazy. Hazy, favorite Hazy IPA beards, number three, Alchemist. Oh, okay. okay. So it's, so we're talking a uh, clear American IPA, West Coast, and then we're talking Hazy. Number what one is, is Treehouse. Okay. Number two is Sierra, and then number three is Alchemist. Okay. Uh, followed by Weldworks and other half. Were you going to ask something there, Coley? Oh, no. I was just wondering even. I couldn't remember what um, Focal Banger was because that's from the Alchemist, oh, too. I gotcha. don't remember. If, yeah, I don't know if hazy. that one's. I don't remember. Is it hazy also? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Both of them are hazies. They're, I love it, though. Focal Banger is a, <sighs> a good beer. It is. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Favorite stout? Favorite stout or porter? Guinness is still number one. Uh, nice. Founders, Left Hand, Goose Island, Bells, Deschutes. I mean, a lot of really good beers here. Ooh, Three Floyds, Firestone, Sam Smith. A lot of good stuff here. Uh, favorite pale ale? Sierra Nevada, number one again. Oscar Blues, that's a good one. The Deschutes, Three Floyds. Mm-hmm. Was that Dale's Topple Pale, right? Goliath, another. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Dale's Pale is solid. Did it tell you and then, uh, the favorite beer lager. for the brewery? Um, no, but the Oscar Blues, there says two. So there might be two of them that are going in there. Or no, actually, what is that for? No, it doesn't tell you the specific um, one. It's just letting you know the brewer and the style. uh, Okay. I was just curious because I wondered if Deschutes, Wiley, wasn't that good one, uh, Mirror Pond? Isn't that I love Mirror Pond, yeah. We drank a lot of that up there. That's my favorite. That's why I was curious. Yeah. Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, I would imagine that's the one. Yep. Okay. Uh, favorite lager, uh, Beerstead Lager House out of Denver, Sam Adams, Jack's Abbey, Yingling, and Dovetail. A lot of those I don't I really haven't know, heard of that so. uh, lager or the Lagerstead or what? what is it? No. Uh, the Stead House? Neither have I. I want to check it out, though. Schlag- yeah, they're, they're, they're coming Schlag- up a lot. I mean, that's, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll be down to check that out. Send it along. 
Um, <laughs> Anyone out there? So this is kind of cool for you beer brewers out there, all the uh, the beer geeks that are like mad scientists in your garage or your front porch or wherever you may be. These are the favorite styles to brew, and they broke it down from 2018 all the way to the present. So, for instance, American or West Coast IPA, in 2018, that was over 50% of what people like to brew. Now, it's, you know, it's about 45, you know, so that's kind of dropped. Uh, Pale ales used to be over 40%. Now, they're closer to 35. Mm. Stouts used to be 40. Now, they've dropped to about 30 um, hazy IPAs were about 30% of what people like to brew. It's a little bit less than that. Then it just keeps on going down from there. Like Pilsners, Porters, not a lot of people are doing Ambers or Reds or Saisons either. Um, which is kind of interesting. I don't know. I just kind of thought that was a cool stat for, for people that are out there really trying cool. to choose their next, their next, um, I don't know, you know, recipes or whatever, next however brew. you go by getting your ideas of what you're going to brew. Uh, your favorite beer cities, international beer cities, Munich, Brussels, London, Dublin, Prague, Cologne. I mean, a lot of places in the, in Europe. Um, let's see here. That Spain, out. Barcelona is getting a shout out. Yeah. Hey, shout out to Tokyo. Tokyo number 16. Um, up, U.S. Tokyo? cities. How's this though? Tokyo. U.S. cities. Asheville, North Carolina. Am I missing something? Do I need to go to oh, Asheville, so North Shannon Carolina? Oh, so Shannon and Greg went there Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they went there because uh, Shannon went to school with a girl in college who was getting married. And gotcha. they said there were so many amazing breweries there. And it's a total wow. like destination for people that love beer. It's insane. Love it. Love it. I'm definitely going. Uh, that was number one. Didn't number Stone two have Denver? like, uh, was that where their, their East, Los, East, Los, their East Coast location where? was? Was like uh, Asheville? Sure. There was some, I thought there was some big brewery that was, uh, they had their... Some big West Coast they brewery just sold they had there. Too, they had there. Huh? Yeah, they I think just or sold it might be a brew dog. Stone? I don't know. Yeah, Stone just sold yes. a Sapporo. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That that's, was uh, like devastating news for me, by the way. Wild. Yeah. I mean change, change I can't believe it was only 181 million. That that to me is surprising. I feel they like did, it wasn't no ballast point money. <laughs> no, no. It wasn't. Oh my god. It was not. Dude, Aren't they technically like back to craft? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Constellation release Ballast Point? Yeah, they sold them for like uh, I think they got they got yeah. them for a billion, sold them for like forty three million or something. To um, wow, uh, I can't remember who it is, but they're out of like a uh, genius. I say Colorado, like that, kind of like the middle part of the country. Yeah, uh, everyone's okay. selling these days. U.S. cities, it it is it's constant. <clears throat> um, okay, so Denver was two, San Diego obviously three. I think that's pretty standard. Portland, number four, and uh, Portland, Maine. So Portland, Oregon, and Portland, Maine, they're in the top five. Oh, that's kind of mm. cool. But, um, but honestly, all, all up and down, Chicago, Seattle, Grand Rapids, Milwaukee, Fort Collins, Boston, St. Louis, Philadelphia, Ben, Minneapolis, Burlington, Cincinnati, Los Angeles, Austin, and Tampa, basically anywhere you go. You I have been to beers. like <laughs> over half of those cities, which makes really? me really happy. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're and I've drank beer in like every single one. Coley's Coley great beer is our tour. national well-rounded <laughs> drinker. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, this one was the one that kind of really made me want to like talk about this whole thing is package. I just I am constantly <laughs> working with beers. I see 16 ounces, <laughs> I see 12 ounces, I see 19 twos, I see all kinds of different shit. So uh, yeah, the package is what got me. What noticed, what got my attention? <laughs> um, and this kind of breaks it down by the year as well too. So okay. So in 2017, 16-ounce cans were pretty prevalent. They had a spike in 2020, but then they've dropped dramatically. 
Um, what? And then draft, as you can imagine, has just kind of been building. It's, you know, 2017 onward, it's been nothing but growth. Um, 12 ounce cans have definitely dropped. Uh, they're definitely not as popular as they used to be, but I sure as hell see a lot of them. But where are people the going? If 16 decline, ounce cans are going down. Where are people going then? Like, if not going dude, to 12 ounce. That's a, that's, a, that's a good question, man. I honestly think 19 twos are like the biggest, the biggest one that a lot of craft beers are going to. Mm. Um, but uh, 12 ounce bottles saw the most dramatic, that and the bombers. 12 ounce bottles and 22 ounce bombers. <laughs> I mean, just huge drops, dude. Like talking about like 50% all the way down to like 30 um, of just, you know, what people A lot think of people poo-poo the bottles now. Their beers are just packaged. like, if it's in a yeah. bottle, it's like Bud Light or something like that. Yeah. People it are is, out. It's wild. It is, it is wild to me. Um, and then popular beer styles of like, you know, people drinking. Obviously, IPAs were the most, or the most prevalent, most popular beer style ever. Uh, that's American West Coast, followed by number two is the IPA, hazy IPA. Three is a craft pilsner, four pale ale, and five stout. Now, these numbers have maintained for like about a couple of years. What starts happening, though, is there's a little fluctuation. Number six dropped all the way is, a, is an imperial stout. So number mm. six style is an imperial <laughs> stout, but it was 15th. Last year. Does that make sense? Like it came up, and, like yeah. it changed around, right? So um, Saison's, they they went up as well too. And um, let's see here. Porter, like it went, a Porter went from nine to seven. Mm. 10, uh, Hells went from a 10 to a nine. Um, let's see here. Hefeweizen's made a big jump as well too. They went from like 14 to 11. Oh man. Um, so yeah, it's just like a couple really cool things that just styles that have like become more popular. Some that have dropped, you know, some that aren't as popular anymore. Like wild and sour ales dropped a lot. Abbey style ales dropped a lot and Imperial stouts. Those are the biggest three styles that have declined over the last couple of years. And, uh, yeah, not to get all too nerdy into it, but, um, you think about when all of us first kind of got into to craft beer and all that, like what was popular then? And then it was like, oh, what's this new thing here? What's this like, what's this sour beer? You know, like, right. and now it's kind of like we're used to everything, I guess. And now it's, people are kind of like, well, I'm going to go back to this or I like this or I don't right. know. It's, it's weird to see yeah, it all evolve totally. in the past. I mean, I kind of got into it, what, 2010, 11? And just kind of see nice. how it's evolved since then. You know, it's. Uh, yeah. Because yep. you were into it when we met you and we met you in 2011. Yeah. That makes sense. That's back when I still had shots of booze instead of booze league. Crazy. Back in the day. Wow, that's cool. Nice. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. So I just I thought it was pretty interesting stuff. I've been holding on to that for a little bit. Um, For me, as like just a beer guy, I I geek out on shit like that all the time. But I thought it was something that was relatable too. And I mean, honestly, it's it's you. It's everyone that's listening right now. You're basically the people that voted for all of these things in a sense. And uh, this is kind of like what the masses are are saying. So it's interesting. Yeah, it was cool really interesting. I love I love um, lists and like statistics like that, and the the change. I really enjoy like seeing fluctuation, like you said, in styles Absolutely. and likes from one year to the next, and what the newest like hype thing is. You know, like imperial right. styles moved up or whatever, or moved down. So it's yeah, it's crazy. Hell yeah! And what's co- what's to come? <laughs> you, yeah, you can see like you know, when you when you say what you like, what you, all the statues gave us, Sancho. You can you're like you kind of think you're like yeah, these are. 
I don't see those so much like say posted anymore or people talk about them mm-hmm. or share them anymore. Like you can kind of see yep. how the trend's going. It's interesting to get the actual numbers and go, oh yeah, right there. Look at that. So what does, so, so Sandro, yeah, like, like you, you being a beer like guy. Yeah, close, right? Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah. so you being a beer guy, where do you think the trends are going? Like what, what do you think's next? Like just in your kind of Ooh. feel. Um, right now. Oh, that's a big question. What I, Sorry, what bro. What I see <laughs> is it's, no, 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 no. I've, I, I'm glad you asked it. It's a really good question. And right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, a lot of the consumers are very economically driven right now. They're looking for like the best like bang for their buck. Like one of my best sellers is the Double Mine Haze 19.2 because you can buy it for under $5. It's a craft beer. It gets 8.2%. So you're going to feel it. That's kind of like where I see a lot of this kind of going is a lot of single serves, high High like alcohol percentage and and crafty and tasty and flavorful. All those boxes get checked off, but you get something that you're that's that's affordable. It's weird, man. I see like these bigger package formats just kind of dying out. Like I know people are always going to want to buy kegs. People are going to buy cases of beers for parties and shit like that. But the the trends, if they continue the way they are, I don't know. I, th- I have a feeling you're just going to be seeing a lot of singles, a lot more single stuff. And uh, it's going to just be like a C, a C of single serves. So you might get people who are out there like, oh, I'm going to bring this one home. Oh, I'm going to get this. So they're not going to buy like four, like a four pack. They're going to be like, they'll buy four different beers to try. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess we yeah. should have seen this coming with everyone doing flights. And that's just, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, flights totally started that, right? In a weird way. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll like I want to try everything, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. And then that's, I mean, honestly, this topic, we're just talking about craft beer. If you want to talk about the the market in general, I mean, dude, seltzers are still out there prevalent. You know, I know that a lot of those businesses are like suffering, but RTDs, RTDs and seltzers are crazy, man. Like people are jumping on that shit. And uh, if you've got like a seltzer or some kind of cocktail in a can, you're, you're getting some notice out there. Is RTD ready to drink? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I just want to yep. make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Ready to drink. Ready, Ready to, to drink. <laughs> my, my name's, I'm not going to ask you if you're down DTF. I'm going to ask you if you're RTD now. Yeah, That's there you my go. New thing. Oh, I love it. Are you ready to drink? Are you RTD? My name's Coley and I'm RTD. Was that it? Chicken strip. Uh, I'm getting there. I'm working on it. Nick's going to be like, hey, yo, We're delicious. When I come into bed, I'm going to slide in. I know, right? Uh, oh, wait, you were talking about chicken strips in the air fryer earlier too, right? Oh, I said chicken nuggets, <laughs> not chicken strips. Okay. Chicken nuggets, gotcha. That's, those are my bachelorette meals since I'm home alone for six days nice. during the week until Nick gets home. And it's the sound the air yeah, fryer makes just, when they're done. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to now. <laughs> well, you know that now when I open the air fryer and my chicken strips are done, I'm going to play that drop and make a TikTok. Please. And I'm going to turn oh, the camera amazing. to myself. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Ah. I, hope, I hope it goes viral. No, you need Nick to open the fryer and he's like, excuse me while I whip this out. And then you're like, <laughs> <laughs> I am dead right now. All right, guys. Well, now that we've killed Coley, uh, I, I just picture like Wiley there with the soundboard too, like dropping the sounds. Like, okay, ready, go. <laughs> yeah, Wiley will direct uh, my next TikTok for sure. <laughs> Wiley, you're hired. I'm just saying, I'm in the corner, Dope. like just waiting. 
Like any moment now, those chicken nuggies are going to be corner. done. Don't be in the corner. Don't be a creep. You're invited. You guy. can chill. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening to uh, Draft 108. We're going to go ahead and push back the uh, the most overrated beer styles to uh, Draft 109. Uh, on that note, though, if, if you guys do have an idea, like no knowing that that's coming up, if you have a style that you think is overrated, shoot us a text. Let us know, 805-892-6116. And let us know what you think, like what's overrated and why. Um, I'll give you hints on that list. There are some milkshake IPAs, for instance. Uh, there's a triple yeah. IPA listed, which I think is interesting. Um, so let us know what you think. What's the most overrated beer style uh, that's going right now? Um, find us online at a booze league, Instagram and uh, Twitter at booze league, facebook.com forward slash the boozecast. You can also find us the boozecast.com. Um, yeah, I think that's a, uh, did I cover everything? Got the, uh, 805, yeah, 892, out there. Yeah, I got that. You made um, that out your bitch. Yeah, That's right. Seriously, and <laughs> let's let's hear your voices. Leave us leave us voicemails because you know I'm RTD. Nice, <laughs> love it. That's sick. Also, if you are local, um, we will be. Uh, you can find me and Coley, and you can find uh, some of our friends from the Craft Beer Republic as well out at Emo Fest. Booze League is actually sponsoring oh, yes. Emo Fest at Naughty Pine. Oh wow! Uh, it's Naughty Pine Brewing. Uh, I think it's NaughtyPineBrewingCo.com, but check it out. Naughty Pine Brewing in Westlake Village. Come on out on Saturday uh, for Emo Fest. We'll also be at uh, Surf and Suds coming up uh, next month. So um, Already? Oh, already. Crazy, right? August. August is Carpenteria. Holy shit. Yeah, it's coming right up. I think we're about 15th or so. so. Um, All right, we'll be there. Anyways, guys. I'm going to be in my best emo outfit, black lipstick. It is going to be off the hook, you guys. It's going to be a good time. So, all right, guys, we will catch you on Draft 109. Stay fresh out there, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.